Hello, this is Colin Parker, and you're listening to EQ and A. EQ and A is a premier podcast of interviews and panels with music and entertainment industry professionals. These are done in a weekly forum at Loyola University, New Orleans, and this week the episode features the band called The Frights. On this episode, topics include things such as writing at home or an eternity of friendship for $1,000 a week, as well as other talking points and some performances of a couple of songs. And so now let's jump over to the Frights. Nice. Welcome. Frights. Thank you. Thanks. Is everybody's mic hello, work? Hello. I, I think, think so. Uh, 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 yep. Oh, yeah. Hey. Check. Check. Cool. I never get to do that. Check. Check. Nice. That, that worked well for you. Thank, thank you so much. Nice. Thank um, you so much. You want, to introduce, you want to start here and introduce yourself and sure. say where you play in the band? Sure thing. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark. I play drums in this dumb band. Hi, my name's Richard. I play bass. My name's Jordan. I play the guitar. I'm Mikey. I play guitar and sing. Nice. You guys are from um, San Diego, right? Is this your first time in New Orleans? No. No. First, uh, second time playing ever, and fourth time blacking out. Wonderful. I like the, I like the way this tally is going. If you're having a good average. night tonight, then yeah. it might actually one and one go together, so you yeah. can get to five and blackout. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, welcome. I uh, appreciate it. Y'all, got, um, y'all are just coming from South By, I, th- I think I heard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, um, y'all want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, do no. We want to or do we yeah. have to? Well, you don't necessarily have to, but Dante did give me a heads up that you might not want to. So that's why I oh. asked him ahead of time. Oh, wait. Actually, first let's mention that. That's Dante over there. He's our tour manager, and he's in charge of the production this evening. And, and he he's went from New here. Orleans. He yeah. fucking went here. He's a student. An ex-student, I guess. But yeah, we went to South by Southwest, and uh, that's a lot of work. It is. It, it certainly sucks. is. Yeah. It's a lot I, I of walking. Like, I like your honesty about yeah. it. I don't yeah, know that I disagree in the least. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all, y'all had an official showcase, I'm guessing, and then yeah. probably six or seven in a dentist office, no. and then you played it at a no, zoo. No, we kept it as short. Yeah. We resisted as much as possible, nice. and so we just got three shows in three days. So three we, shows, and then one of your official, and then yeah. is yeah. that uh, that comes to Repetat, your new label? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Well, yes. uh, yeah. technically, I guess, through them. Slash yeah. booking agent. Gotcha. Yeah, probably. I do, um, and how has that been working for you guys with the... is uh, with the new record label, if, do you see them putting you in more opportunities? Because I think this uh, Dante said this was your first South by, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. This is so. This is are they encouraging you more to do, you know, things you might hate, like South by Southwest? <laughs> exactly. That's why yeah. we had to do it. Exactly. Yeah, nice. We got forced into it. <laughs> cool. No yeah. Basically. But you do it, you know, for the the extra assistance that you hope that they'll give you later when your record comes out. Correct. Sure. Yes. Well, uh, we actually don't ever want to go back, but I mean, we're, think, we're thinking like, yeah, we... One and done on South By is a really yeah. good way to it be. It felt so good to play Dallas the next day and have that just be like a normal show um, and just not have to worry about like all these extra variables and shit that get thrown our way during South By. Were you in an actual venue or is it... Because yeah. I've done it and I've actually played in both the... Uh, like what cap- I thought was a petting zoo, and then also <laughs> in a, a dentist office. So I oh, know that they, wasn't a joke. That oh, was that not. Neither one of those things were made up. Oh my god! I know it Shit, sounds. Dude. It was called yeah. Mouth by Mouthwest. Oh my so god! You, sorry, yeah, sorry about that. Exactly. That is so, so sorry. Bad. It was the so and it was the be, the best part about it. It was the only paying gig that we've I've ever had. It was like <laughs> nice money, and they offered free dental work. <laughs> I never did cash in the coupon, but for the local bands, they gave a, a free like cleaning coupon. 
Do you still have that coupon? I, no, yeah, I don't. For Sorry. Real. It, it probably expired by this point, too. Fair enough. All right, all right. So how long is this tour? Y'all are coming all the way from San Diego yeah, and started it's out. It's a quick one. It's, yeah, it's just like a two-week run. Um, South by and this, um, and this festival we're doing in Houston. Um, uh, in Bloom, I think it's that's what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, that's like our main draw for this. And then we're uh, off like a couple one-off dates um, until like whenever the record comes out. Gotcha. And how's that progress seem to be going? Do y'all have... Um, like a strategy for writing writing music on the road, or do you have fine? You kind of just cram all the studio time you can when you get back in like two week sessions, or right. um, well, yeah. This was the first time that we had any money to record a record because Epitaph. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great time. Yeah, thank you. Money's they cool. ate money. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, Money's got to pay for the tecate this man brings on stage. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's usually it's usually this guy. He is such brand. If you want to talk about brand loyalty, you got to bring up my friend Jordan Clark and his absolute loyalty to, Kata, to Tecate beer. Because it make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> sorry guys to get off the Tecate topic there. Um, for Epitaph, they finally gave us, they actually gave us some money for a record, super cool. Um, and that was actually done like in 14 days straight, a uh, song a day, to turn out to be like 11 songs actually. And that was the first time we've ever done it like that before. It's usually been like a, a weekend and then go home and a weekend go home from L.A. And uh, this time it, it felt like legit. It felt good, finally. And did uh, y'all did it at a, you said you're doing it a lot of them at home. You, you're in a studio in this one around, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, the, the songs are written at home. On, on tour oh, gotcha. I wrote a couple I songs, but right. most of the songs I write at home. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. And are you uh, the primary songwriter? Yes. Yeah. Copy. And you guys just all fill in the, the nice bits and pieces that are n- yeah. n- necessary to make it all yeah. sound great. <laughs> We're just We'd props. <laughs> it just lets us hang out. Yeah. I do special it's, effects. You, we could also be interviewing the inflatable gentleman and it just makes us sure, yeah. Yeah. That It would be even more interesting yeah. and they would have much more to say Absolutely. about the artistic yeah. process than any of us. But yeah. Yeah. we do our parts and that's, that's it. Nothing wrong with that. So, um, and how do y'all get around? Y'all, y'all, t- y'all in the middle of a tour? Is it, it, I'm assuming y'all are in van and trailer? Or that yeah, that's yeah. correct. Nice. And how long have y'all been doing that? This tour? Or? Uh, touring in general, I would guess. And then oh. having the luxury of somebody like Dante to be out on the road with you. Oh, is yeah, that, Dante, you're a luxury. Nice. Yes. You're a luxury really that we pay a, a lot of money. So I would say a lot. You would not say a lot. No, no I, w- I don't think anybody would say a lot, actually. <laughs> like, that's true. Um, with Dante, it's been two tours, so it's been two uh, about month and a half. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. It's been the month, one month and a half, yeah, and then this two week tour, but it feels like an eternity of friendship. Nice. Yeah, I, that's that's what it. What so who can say? I don't know. It's in his contract that we say that every time we're asked. So He foregoes an extra like $500 a week in exchange for us mentioning how much we love him and how much of a good friend he is. Can't beat that. Friendship, there's no price you could put on it. Yeah. Oh, it's, no, there we is. Can. It's, it's $1,000. $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1
Wow. <laughs> Blown away. Thank wow. you. That or video, with the production uh, value. We don't get a whole lot of videos and animatronics. Oh, that cost, uh, <laughs> there was, that was yeah, $500,000, the budget on that video. Those are all actors in the crowd. Yeah, you want to talk money. We've, yeah. That's where it all goes. That's, exactly. that's your label money right there. <laughs> it went to that minute, like, 45-second long video. One thing I do want to talk about making money, you guys have a really cool thing that you do in your hometown. You have your own festival, which seems this, which has gotten fairly big, if I'm told. It has. It's, it's doing good. Which yeah. has a great name, if y'all want to just share. So, it's uh, you are going to hate this fest. Yes, which is terrific. It's after the second record that you guys did. Yeah, which is called "You Are Going to Hate This." And that worked out well. You get a record label after that. So that's coming next. Yeah, yeah, we're really bad at You're following hate what this we record. So how did how did that get started? How did y'all decide? You know, we're going to create this hometown festival, kind of celebrate the scene. Well. Um, or you just you wanted to headline it, and that was it. Yeah, we headline you at your own festival. Yeah. Well, no, we we released that record. You're gonna hate this a couple years ago, and we wanted to have like a big hometown, like release show to to do it, and it just kind of turned into being a festival at, at one of the bigger all ages venues in San Diego. It's a place called Soma, and uh, it went so well that the next year we did it again, and we did full house capacity instead of half, and then. This last one we just did, uh, same thing, and then the year next year we'll probably do two dates. It just kind of like became a festival. When is it? It's in February every nice. year. Yeah, that's awesome. And then that, uh, how many bands would play? And it's like twelve-ish, uh, uh, but if we do two days, you know, we'll double that. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Do y'all want to play some music? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like sure. an idea. All right. I'll stop the frights, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. So we we were talking a minute ago and this is a uh, man, we are nervous for this. I'll tell you that. This is very nerve-wracking, so we appreciate you not being mean. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh... <laughs> Scratch that. We're leaving. <laughs> Okay, cool. We're gonna play a uh, bunch of new songs that no one's heard before, literally. So, <laughs> there's nothing like a healthy dose of reality. From on my computer and the cable TV Everyone gets lucky so I guess I should chill But if everybody's dead there's no one left to kill You crawl across the kitchen, eat your food on the floor Cover up the windows and you lock up the door you're terrified of nothing as you weep through the day Masturbate to memories till you're not afraid There's a piece of me breaking inside every day It can't wait, it can't wait to get out 
And if the storm ahead's looking for someone to take I can't wait, I can't wait to get out You spit out all the medicine that told you to take There's nothing that can fix you If there is, then it's fake She says your spasms are genetic The depression will heal Well, I don't need no one to tell me how I should feel You told your family that you should have stayed in the closet Well, you tried to get back in I had the key, but I lost it You're freaking out, you calm down and you freak out again And when you're hanging from the ceiling Nothing else can be said Every day, you can't wait, you can't wait to get out. And if the storm ahead's looking for someone to take, I can't wait, I can't wait to get out. sound like okay good good this vote this one that Jordan one. hey oh that's just the way we sound dude. that's just the way I sound I just I just that's sound fucked up throats. yeah yeah that's just me Another new one's called Broken Brain.
college debt joke you know what I mean we, we know all about college so we get it we relate Mark went to BU <laughs> dead silence this song's called goodbye Giving it up, I guess I missed one She shot me straight in the chest Where did she come from? I was losing my head Before she found me Pain and dreams in my bed They're all around me the Morning knocks me away It whisks my throat out Give me all I can give I'm such a show off Think that I'm just afraid To lose my baby But look at all of the light That she just gave oh, she get it it's not easy to hide You're fucking perfect Why is it hurting when I look in your eyes? Never knew it, I could do it After all of this time I wanna love and kiss and hug you I'm afraid of goodbyes In the light of the day 
I close my window Lose myself in the shade Where did the sun go? Drink till I'm not afraid I'm feeling lazy Won't you put me to sleep? I'm fucking crazy Get it up with that It's not easy to hide You're fucking perfect Why is it hurting when I look in your eyes? This is Colin again, jumping in here real quick to talk to you about some of our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you once again by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is great because you get to choose from a variety of chef-designed, step-by-step recipes every week, and you get fresh seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. You get to enjoy delicious, unforgettable meals cooked from scratch because Blue Apron's uniquely integrated model means better ingredients, better pricing, and a better planet for us all. Currently, Blue Apron is in the middle of teaming up with Airbnb to bring you the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, the menu features a recipe developed with a local chef who hosts an Airbnb experience, like pasta making classes in Tuscany or a market tour in Tokyo. So for example, for this coming week, that menu item that's coming up is Mexico City Chicken Tinga Tostadas with avocado and refried beans. And then the following week is going to feature the Buenos Aires Beef empanadas with roasted sweet potatoes and creamy zucchini, and that's coming from Argentina. So go to bit.ly slash snapron, which is B-I-T slash S-N-A-P-R-O-N, to get $40 off your first four weeks for this special team-up event. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Our second sponsor for this week is Warby Parker. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective, to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious businesses. The eyewear industry is dominated by a single company that has been able to keep prices artificially high while reaping huge benefits from consumers who have no other options. 
And so Warby Parker was started to create an alternative, good eyewear and good outcome. Prescription eyeglasses start at only $95, so you can find a new pair today with our free home try-on program. Fast with free shipping both ways, and for every pair sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. Just go to bit.ly slash cscav, that is bit.ly slash s-e-e-s-c-a-v for more details. As I'm recording this, I'm actually wearing my own pair of Warby Parker glasses, The Warby Parker uh, Home Try-On program is fantastic. It really is great to have the ability to have a set, like a little box set of five different pairs of glasses that you choose. Then you get to try them on, see how you look in them, send some pictures around to friends, post them on the internet or something like that, you know, wherever you want to do uh, to kind of test what pair of glasses you like most. So after you make your decision, you just send uh, the glasses back and you say, this is the one that I want, and here's my prescription, and then, boom, you got your glasses. Warby Parker really is a great alternative to the current eyewear industry. It really is good eyewear and a good outcome. And now let's cut back over to the frights. Here's here's a not new one.
Thanks. All right. Well, all right, one more now. I think so. For I think you have to be here actually. So. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> tricked you. So thanks for nothing. <laughs> right, here's a more new one and then we'll get out here. Friends, I told every lie. It's not you, it's me. I don't wanna fight. I'm tired of making out and never making up. I've heard a thousand words, spit off a thousand tongues. You gotta make mistakes, and 22 is so young. I'd rather fall back down before I grow back up. I've lost a thousand 
get the fuck out of here. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, Zach. Um, Zach's a great dude. Mark's being stupid. Um, Zach is a super, 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 super um, techie, and he's really good at making people uncomfortable. Um, he, we were. I, I was a huge Fiddler fan back in the day. I, I still love Fiddler. Fiddler's a great band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking Fiddler. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, when I, was, when I was 18 years old, that band did a lot. So um, when I met Zach, it was really, really cool. And um, at first, it was very difficult because I just wanted to hang out and like talk to him. But once you like become cool with somebody who has more, way more experience than you do, he has a world of stuff to offer. And um, most of all, he's techie. He's really um, funny to only a select amount of people. And... I think he pulls a lot out of us that nobody else could because he knows how to uh, really make me mad. So <laughs> he's a great guy. Um, we're not talking right now. <laughs> no, no. We did, I, once after our record, we finished our record with him about a month ago, and it took about a week before I was ready to talk to him again. So he produced your whole record, correct? He produced the whole record. Yeah, and he he does more than that. Again. Uh, all jokes aside, he um, did stuff like we would go to, we went to, got a cabin in a mountain, it's called Idlewild, I don't know if anybody's from California, but anyways, yeah, Idlewild, nice, yeah, great place. Uh, <laughs> he did things that um, other producers would charge a lot of money for, like go to a cabin with me for five days and actually hash everything out, and um, no one else would do that, so because of that, I don't think there's any other producer right now that is uh, as cool as him. Nice. Then did he uh, look? Y'all reached out to him, or was it a relationship that y'all had? Um, back in uh, like probably three and a half, four years ago, I emailed Fiddler. I have a Fiddler tattoo on my knee. When I was 18 years old, I got a Fiddler tattoo because I was stupid, and um, I was reaching out to him, like, "Hey, man, take the freights on tour. We're a real rock and surf punk band, as you just saw. Very rock and surf punk band. And um, will you take us on tour?" And he was like, "Hey, man, no tours right now." Um, what if I do a song for you guys? Because he wanted to start producing, and I was like, I, I shit my pants. And then we did that, and then he was like, let's do a record. And that happened for You Are Going to Hate This, and then it happened for this one as well. That's great. Yeah, and I, is this uh, usually something y'all do for acoustic radio stuff, or do y'all do this very often? Or is this the first time no. you've ever done this, and this is the most This is the first time we ever did that exactly like that. So, that yeah, thanks. Really no, well. Thank you. Yeah. Pretty nerve-wracking. Thank you, guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, thanks for thanks for sticking in on that. That, that we had to, uh, five minutes to practice beforehand, and it turned out okay. I think so. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, one in the back, back here. Uh, they they didn't actually. Um, they Epitaph. I mean, there was. Um, they wanted us to go south by southwest. I don't. It's a weird thing because we have a label already. So why would we go south by southwest? Because the main thing of south by is to get a showcase and for people to find you. And that was why we were talking about it. But the best description I heard. <laughs> I was talking to Zach on the phone, and we were talking about south by and how dead I was and everything. And it was more so, it was, it's like um, when you go to a fancy restaurant, it's like the agents go to a fancy restaurant and they go to the lobster tank and they look at the lobster they want and they take the lobster and they boil the shit out of that lobster and then they eat it. <laughs> and that's why we went Where's to South lobster? by Southwest. <laughs> In really, we had to go to South by Southwest apparently to meet with our European booking agent. And there is a lot of like miscommunication that happens when there's just like a million agents and like managers and people who are not in this world organizing our day. And like we went and we had this meeting. Is it okay? I could say yeah, this. Yeah, so yeah. Talk about it. We had this meeting with a, uh, with a European booking agent or a European booking agency and the idea was that, you know, they would schmooze us or whatever, and we'd talk, and we would sign to their agency or whatever. And uh, so we go to this restaurant bar, and they're, like, hanging out. We're hanging out for, like, an hour and a half. And uh, no one really communicated to us that they were trying to be our booking agent. We just thought they were promoters, that they were going to be booking us when we do go to Europe. And so halfway through this hour and a half of hanging out, our A&R guy from Epitaph is there, and he kind of gets this look on his face, and he leans over to Jordan, and he's like, hey, you know, you guys have a European booking agent. And they're like, we're like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, you guys have a European booking agent. We're like, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah. And he's just like, free drinks, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I should you're, you're making that. sure they pick up the tab is yeah. what you're yeah, doing we're like, regardless. we gotta the, go. The only thing that we had known about these also British people that we were meeting with was that they were British. The exact thing was, you guys are meeting, meeting with some British dudes and nothing else. So. And I couldn't really understand half they said. I just kind of like, no, like nodded and um, I was just like, yeah, yeah. Every time they kind of nodded, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so really, they're, really, they're speaking the same language, but it's really hard to understand. I just, I'm it's really loud, too. And it was really loud. Okay. And I'm deaf. <laughs> All right, we'll throw it out back out to the crowd. Did you have a question? Yeah, I thought you were really good at the first song. Inspiration for the first song? Yeah. The first song we played? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the first song we played? Yes. Yeah. Like, tell me, uh, tell me I'm okay? Yeah. yeah. That was like the, like the, me, me, me. Sing it. Yeah. Why don't you sing it, and I'll tell you what it's about as you go. Um, that, um, I, I write in, I am really bad at writing out. I don't write anything political. I can't, I'm not good at that. I just write about my problems. And that was the closest I've ever got to a political song, um, mainly because I'm, I'm very scared of North Korea. 
And I, <laughs> I wrote that song about how scared I am of North Korea. And, <laughs> and how I just sit in my house and wait for North Korea to take me out, personally. So, so, so North Korea. Is that a California problem? Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's a, yeah, yeah, you don't get it, problem. man. I'm pretty sure they're going to bomb Poway, California first. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd imagine. I don't, yeah. It's a big it's target. All right, anybody else out here? No? Really? Well, that's there you go, right there. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Nice. Was that, was that also a two for one? Wow. We planted that guy. He, we actually, we actually, we actually, we planned that. Great. Awesome. Cool. Again, there are, if you want to see more of these guys amplified with their full production, Please go to the Republic tonight. Two for one tickets are in the lobby by the merch stand. Check them out. Thank you. Thank you, Frights. Appreciate it. Yeah, great. EQ&A is brought to you by Blue Apron and Warby Parker, and of course, Loyola University, New Orleans. EQ&A is also a part of the Scavengers Network, which is home to many other fantastic podcasts such as Spooky Spouses, State Your Case, or Journey Under 30. So thank you so much for joining us here on EQ&A. From Loyola University, New Orleans, this is Colin Parker, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>